Hello, welcome to Shadow Life. This is another uh, edition, another episode from the Roman Files. Yellow number two. Her name was Elizabeth, and she was the most beautiful girl he'd ever seen. She sat directly in front of him in Miss Love's fourth grade homeroom class. Elizabeth had long, dark hair, straight as if she'd ironed it before school every morning, though Roman was fairly certain she didn't. It hung down to the middle of her back. He considered himself quite the expert on her hair, on its color, a rich, dark mahogany a sheen so silky that it would make light dance. It smelled of apples and strawberries and fresh linen sheets. It reminded Roman of summer sun and blue skies. Could have starred in her own shampoo commercials on TV. The back of her head was perfectly shaped in proportion to the rest of her body. She was perfect. Unlike Roman, he was still waiting for his body to catch up with, as uh, his grandfather would often say, Hey, you've got a gargantuan-sized noggin, my laddie. No, seriously, it's as big as a satellite. Oh, Roman knew he was just kidding on him. His grandfather loved joking with him. Roman was blessed with the head of an adult that sat precariously atop the skinny neck of a beanpole body. Or at least that's how he pictured himself. The highlight of any day would be when Elizabeth turned around to say hi. Her lips parted just the right amount to show off her perfect teeth. Roman was drowning in a sea of puppy love as deep as her large brown eyes. Every nuance just exposed another small detail of her flawless personality. A freckle on her nose or a shy twinkle of a smile. She was absolute perfection in every way. On this fateful morning in class, just after the first bell had rung, Elizabeth got up from her desk and walked to the front of the classroom to sharpen her pencil. As usual, Roman was glued to her every move. She casually strolled up the aisle as if she didn't have a care in the world. And then it hit him. A plan. No, no. A brilliant plan. On how to break the ice and engage her in some witty banner or some intimate conversation. Now, he was known in class as somewhat of a jokester. His quick wit was legendary among his fellow students. But this plan was so ingenious in its simplicity, it blossomed in his sugar-riddled brain. Oh, it would almost guarantee some light verbal bantering. 
possibly followed up by one of her sly smiles. Maybe even a conspiratory wink. This is a plan in its entirety. Roman hadn't put a lot of thought into it. He was more of a spontaneous prankster. He would simply stick his number two pencil, eraser down, in the corner of her seat. As if it were a mm, rudimentary tack, so to speak. Then upon her return to her seat, to her desk, she would then spy the trap. Now who would the jokester be, she said and looked at Roman. She'd give him one of her signature smiles, undoubtedly play across her face, exclaim only loud enough for Roman to hear. Roman Bailey, you little devil, are you trying to poke me? They'd laugh, their eyes would meet, and a little shared joke would click everything into place. It would be the perfect segue for Roman to ask her out. Maybe go to a movie, the mall. Who knew where this might lead? Roman wanted nothing more than to steal a kiss from Elizabeth. As Beth returned from sharpening her pencil, making her way back to her desk, the plan was simply just stop her before she slid into her seat and innocently say something along the lines, Oh, oh, how did my pencil get there? Wow, that was close. These things can be dangerous, right? I don't even know why they allow us to use them. Timing was the key here. It had to be perfect. Roman! Roman! Hey, did you catch last night's Welcome Back, Cotter? Man, that horse shack, he kills it. Did you see it? That was Dean Magruder, one of Roman's best friends. He was whispering loudly from across the row on Roman's right, one desk behind his. Dean slapped him on the shoulder as he laughed. Roman turned and told him, Not now. For God's sake of all the times, just shut up for once in your life, Roman whispered. Can't you see I'm in the middle of something here? As Roman turned his attention back to the grand plan to witness the beauty of it all falling perfectly into place, two things happened simultaneously that would forever be etched in his mind. First, a scream penetrated his eardrum that was like a tomcat with its balls on fire. Secondly, and most importantly, the key that bound everything together was the timing. Time is, as Roman knew, a linear progression and the way it goes forward, one minute moving to the next, one second becoming another. But not then. No, not those precious few seconds that it took Roman to become distracted by Dean. Those precious few seconds it took to turn his head and tell Dino, I'm going to kill you if you don't shut up. No. No. Those few seconds turned into something else. As if time suddenly went in all directions at once. 
Roman could hear Elizabeth scream while at the exact same moment he could see himself still turn towards Dean and see Elizabeth plop down in her seat like she's done a hundred times before. Those two or three seconds were as enormous as the Hindenburg and just as explosive. Roman looked on in horror as Elizabeth withered on the floor blood spurting everywhere. Elizabeth was screaming like a banshee. And Roman's number two pencil was sticking out of her thigh, like a bolt from some medieval hunter's crossbow. Holy fucking shit, Roman screamed inside his head. He sat frozen in his seat, unsure quite what to do. The teacher, Miss Love, ran to Elizabeth and knelt down in the pool of her blood, unsure of what has happened or where all the blood's coming from. Then she sees the pencil sticking out of poor Elizabeth's thigh. Miss Love looks up at her classroom and yells at the top of her lungs, Who is the little monster that did this? Speak up right this second, and I mean right now. Who did this? She had her neck stretched out as far as it could possibly go. Her normally pretty blue eyes were bulging and the look on her face was the one you would associate with lightning bolts shooting out of her eyes and thunder coming from her mouth. Roman sat there at his desk, stunned, literally stunned. This was one of those moments in everybody's lives, that singular moment when you know you're at a crossroads and the next decision that you make will be one that's going to shape your future. One that will define you just like it defined who Roman Carol Bailey was going to be. Yeah, well, maybe. Roman stood at that intersection, at that crossroad, and he had no idea what to do. Well, okay, that's not altogether true. He knew what he should do, but he was just too scared to do it. Roman hadn't taken much responsibility for his actions up to this point in his young life. As hard as he might want to, this didn't seem like the best place to start. Baby steps. Baby steps. The voice in his head repeated over and over. This? This was like jumping off into the Grand Canyon. A black abyss of the unknown. Roman quickly looked around the classroom like all the other kids were doing. All of their little bobbleheads swiveled back and forth, scanning the room for the little monster that had committed such a heinous act on sweet, sweet Elizabeth. What happened? Who did this, Roman joining the chorus of others. What happened to her? Who hurt her? Roman cried out with as much emotion as he could muster. He should have won an Academy Award for his performance. Miss Love had scooped Elizabeth up off the floor and had rushed her out of the classroom down to the nurse's office leaving the rest of the class speculating just what in the world had happened. Accusatory glances flying around like yellow jackets looking for a target to sting. 
Ooh, that was good. Roman kept his eyes averted, not daring to look at anyone else, so that no one might see the tears welling up in his eyes. He was so ashamed, he wanted to die. It was inconceivable that anyone would want to hurt Elizabeth. And the fact that it was him that had caused her so much pain, that he alone had orchestrated this, this terrible, horrific act? Roman's soul had been torn open, his heart ripped from his chest. His gut ached with the knowledge it was all his fault. It's God. He's testing me. And I failed. I failed miserably, he thought. All Roman wanted to do was crawl into a dark hole and die. Roman never saw Elizabeth again after that fateful day. Her family had decided she would be better off at a private school. Nevertheless, Reverend Rob had taken a teaching post in another town, another state, far from Elizabeth and forever from his first love. Thank you for listening to Shadow Life, The Roman Files. And if you'd like to help support this podcast, please consider clicking on the Support the Show button and make a small donation. A portion of the proceeds will go to those in need of mental health services like the Trevor Project and Brain and Behavioral Research Foundation.